Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. So welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. It's great to have you back here with us. Today, I have a very special guest and dear friend, Claire de Breo, also known as the London Acupuncturist. I'll introduce you, those of you that don't know Claire, let me introduce her to you. And then we'll have some conversation about the five element theory, about spring, about the nature of the oils and how that can overlap and, and inform our practice. So Claire found her health completely transformed by five element acupuncture, which led her to retrain as an acupuncturist 15 years ago. She trained under Gerard Kite at the London Institute of the Five Element Acupuncture. And she worked as part of his clinic team for, for a, a good number of years before setting herself up in her own practice. She has many um, trainings under her belt, postgraduate trainings under her belt. She specializes in acupuncture for pregnancy and birth. She's a, a proud member of the acupuncture childbirth team, the London hypnobirthing team, and also the pregnancy information and parent support based um, group around Southeast London. She's absolutely passionate about the benefits of acupuncture for pregnancy and supporting women in that, those ways. She's also the co-founder of the Harmony Principle, which is an online program that we co-created together a few years ago, just at the start of the pandemic. And Claire now leads the way with that online program, which is a program designed to help you integrate the understanding of the seasons of nature and of Chinese five element theory into the practical applications of your daily life. So, so to help you really to inform you to inspire you to uplift you to connect you back to the the elements and have that help you live a, a kind of fuller freer happier life it's great to have you here Claire thank you so much Amelia it's lovely to be with you yeah so um tell me a little bit I, I'm actually just really interested in just to hear personally from you a little bit about what led you into this kind of change of direction into into natural health because that wasn't where you started right no, and I think this is a really common story for many people who retrain. Um, I worked, my first career was in PR and I worked in PR for about 20 years. And I think that, um, you know, you grow up and you change and your values change and your lifestyle changes. And I think it became quite apparent to me that the, um, the pinnacle that I'd reached of my dream job leading a PR agency was actually not fulfilling me in any way. And in fact, it was making me sick. And my health was really bad. I was extremely stressed. I had seven types of eczema on my body. I was um, relatively often finding myself with terrible back issues, lots of headaches. You know, I was in a bit of a mess. And I was kind of ignoring it, which I think many, many people do, because I'd reached my goal, I had this amazing, you know, on paper career, very busy, a lot of status, good salary. Um, until I, until my back really went very badly at work. And I happened to be working opposite an acupuncture clinic. 
an anxious school actually and I went in for some treatment and I think within about four sessions I resigned from my job and that wasn't the point at which I started or at which I decided to retrain but that was definitely the beginning of a shift back to myself because I think what happens to many of us is we call up in a lifestyle that's based or that's created around decisions we made when we were much much younger and because life helps you grow up what had happened is that I had been on this trajectory that was taking me actually further away from my true self. And um, it took a health crisis to really shake me back to, okay, what is it that I really want to have in this life? And what is it that I want to do with my life? And also, I think I was at a bit of a life stage that we, many of us also get to. You start to consider whether what you're doing is actually making any difference in the world. And, you know, selling stuff to people isn't, you know, the most soul-rewarding thing to do. You know, that said, I think, it, you know, it's a wonderful career. It supports, it's often a very good career for women, you know. It's just, it got to the point where it was serving me. Mm, yeah. And so that was the point at which I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually become an acupuncturist because it's the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. Uh, and it transformed my health. Amazing. And how long is the training for acupuncture? Because it seems really intensive. And I know you're, whenever I come and see you, it's like there's always another layer to the training that you're doing. You're always going deeper with the work. Yeah. So um, there are, there are, I did a three year course, which was degree level. Um, and the final year was a clinical year. So I spent a year doing clinical work under supervision. Um, the, 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 the course I started is no longer available to people and there are other five element acupuncture courses now that offer, I think because they realise that a lot of people are doing this part time, because it's it really is a career where there's a, a lot of people retrained to become an acupuncturist. Um, but I think, you know, two years, two years, three years is, is about standard. There's a lot to learn, you know, this is a medical, this is essentially a medical degree it's not western medicine but we have to we have to be taught anatomy we have to be taught about red flags we have to understand western medicine yeah it's it's a it's a complex thing and of course it's thousands of years old so once you finish you really only know a tiny amount <laughs> enough to be safe you know enough to get some results but from there you can you can you really just can keep going and i think that uh, membership of the British Acupuncture Council is contingent upon doing CPD. So, you know, I think the thing is when you're doing something you really like, you never want to stop learning about it. Mm, totally. So you just go into the, you go where you're called. So for me, um, because I ended up working a lot with fertility, post-grad stuff around pregnancy became really important. And I did a lot around that. And, you know, as, as, as I have moved through that, I'm now into a much more, um, uh, I guess, a more intuitive space, a more um, healer space, I guess, with it. And um, there's other elements coming into my training and mm. what I'm looking at. So, yeah. And t tell me a little bit about the, the seasons and the elements and how that weaves into your skill. Ah, so this is where the magic of mm. five element acupuncture really stamps it apart from TCM. So five element acupuncture, we are looking at 
essentially that we are all a manifestation. There are five elements in the universe and they are everything. And we are made up of all of those five elements, but they are made up in us in different ways. And that for all of us, we have one particular element, which is the element which will be our, I don't want to say Achilles heel, but it will be the first point at which we will, um, which will go under stress, stress of health, stress of emotions, whatever. So, so that's the starting point for the practice. What we learn, what, how we learn about this is we learn from nature. So each of the um, seasons in nature is an expression or manifestation of one of the elements at its, at, at its fullest. So in spring, we see the expression of the wood element. Um, in summer, we see the expression of the fire element. Uh, in late summer, it's the expression of the earth element. And then we have autumn and metal and winter and then the water element. And as we move around that, as we move around the seasons, we are moving through a full expression of the universe, essentially. That's what we are seeing. And so um, by, by, by working with the season or by understanding the season, what we're really understanding is who we are because we are microcosms of the macrocosm. So when we look at nature, we are looking at a mirror, we're looking at reflection in some way even when it's not being kind to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cool. And tell me, talk a little bit more, because as this is being recorded, we're just heading in, we're two weeks away from Equinox. We're just heading into the spring season. There's, you know, mm -hmm. snowdrops have been, daffodils are coming now, all the, the buds are on the, the trees, and it's really kind of a sense of something's about to happen in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what we have with spring is we have this, uh, you know, after the sort of dormant of winter, where the, the, the seeds have been sort of held in the earth, we have, you know, the sun changes, the light changes, um, and the um, soil warms. And with that, there is a, a dynamic kind of rising, a very young, yang energy. Um, you know, this is the, um, if you're thinking about the zodiac, this is Aries. <laughs> but this is, this is the green shoots of spring. And it's a dynamic, powerful energy, because in order for um, that to happen, these sprouts have to push through the earth. Um, and in order to, to, to grow, they have to root down and reach to the sun. So it's a very, um, yeah, it's a strong energy. It's a powerful energy for us to feel. And I think most of us feel it. You know, we kind of, um, there's a real association with spring and it's because I mean, you will even notice in yourself, we, you stop looking down and hunching your shoulders as you scurry through the cold wind and you start to look up and take a breath and think, oh, okay, there's the world. Mm. And it's, um, it's um, yeah, you're suddenly back in a kind of, in a, in a, in a space of, and expansion, um, which is lovely. And how do you see that kind of play out in your clients in, in your surgery? Clinic, well, I think that for, for most people, there is a response energetically to spring and people naturally do start to consider what they have got coming up or what they want to, you know, that people naturally start to make plans if they're in balance. Um, in clinic, if people are out of balance, particularly if this element for them is very out of balance, we may find they get quite, not stuck at this time of the year, but if you can't access 
that hopeful, optimistic energy of spring, it's a very dark place to be. Um, and a lot of the points on the, you know, the, the liver meridian has an incredible point called Gate of Hope. And that is the, um, that's the, the, the last point on the liver meridian, on the liver channel. Which, so it's the last point. So it's the culmination of the, of the, of, of, of that, um, of that element. It's, it's everything it, it's, it could be. And this gate of hope is this, this, this idea that we, um, anything possible. Yeah. And so when people can't access that, you know, that feeling, it's, it's a dark place to be because it's a bit pointless. You can't see a future. You can't see what could be coming your way. Um, and so that is that's that's normally a sign that they need some support at that level, mm. uh, at a at a sort of emotional psycho emotional level, physically um, physically the uh, the wood element within us is expressed as the liver and gallbladder, and the gallbladder really is uh, it's wonderful the gallbladder the gallbladder is in charge of our tendons and ligaments so our whole musculoskeletal system is supported and is able to move with flexibility through the support of this, the health of this element. So we pivot, you know, the, um, the meridian runs all the way from the feet up through the hips, up the, um, up the shoulders, up the neck. So we can look in all directions. We can move our hips in all directions. Our spine is nice and flexible in all directions. Um, so, we, so, we, so we're able to really move with ease uh, and also change direction if we come up against obstacles which is the other beauty of this meridian um, and of course the liver goodness most of us have got overworked livers today's world caffeine and alcohol and uh, fatty food bad foods fatty foods um, I say most of us I mean people a lot of people do eat really well now <laughs> it's not the 1970s <laughs> but um yeah our liver does get overworked and because our liver is in charge of sort of um you know vision and planning again you know we've been we are at the tail end of a pandemic and goodness knows what's happening in in Europe at the moment so for many of us our liver has been sorely tested mm. um, so yeah I think it's, it's we see a lot of and with women we see a lot of menstrual issues with the liver mm. so you see I mean what I what I really love about the way that you treat so Claire's my acupuncturist for those of you listening and not knowing that and what I really love about the way you treat Claire is is as you say you you treat intuitively but with this huge wealth of knowledge behind you but you're also treating not just the physical manifestation of the symptoms you're treating at like a, a let's call it a psycho-emotional level mm. yeah can you talk a little bit more about that as a, as a doorway into how you how you understand people of course well uh, and again I think this is the great gift of five element acupuncture um because TCM has a sort of different a, a different starting point because of how it how it was created um, but we are always looking at how mind, body, spirit work together. Mm. Um, you know, the idea of spirit made the commun communists a bit queasy. So they took a lot of that away when they made TCM, with created TCM. Um, there is a very, there's a, you know, the idea of um, spirit 
is the spiritual aspect of ourselves, the, the, the part of ourselves that understands we are connected to nature and part of nature and part of something bigger. And I think many of us, whether we, are, you know, whether we are religious or, or have a sort of spiritual practice, there's, there's a reason why that's always been part of humanity. It's because there's a deep knowing in many of us which, which, which understands that. And also, what we understand as five element acupuncturists is most illnesses, particularly those we see in the West where lives are generally, I don't want to say generally because some people don't have nice lives, but where life is, you know, we have central heating and, um, you know, access to, you know, lots of foods and all those things. Most dis-ease or um, illness comes from a different place and it starts at the, at the level of the spirit or the emotional body. Um, and and, and that is manifested through <laughs> physically, through physical symptoms. So, you know, a, a very modern disease, which is a brilliant example of that is IBS. I don't know how many people I have treated who've come to me with a, with, um, a diagnosis of IBS, which basically means the doctors don't really know what's going on. Mm. And they have tried food treatments and some things work and some things don't. Sometimes they react to something and sometimes they don't. Um, and actually, uh, what's happening is they are just struggling to digest life at an emotional level uh, mm -hmm. for, 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 for the most part, because the stomach is an incredibly busy organ and it doesn't get much rest these days because if you think about the stomach at the physical level, all it does is digest food. But actually, the Chinese saw that it digests everything we consume with our eyes, with our nose, with our mouths, with our ears, everything that comes into the body or to the mind or to the spirit, the stomach has to make palatable. So it has to do something with it. And we are very good at stimulating ourselves. So, you know, I mean, goodness, I'm, I, I love a bit of social media as much as the next person, but people are attached to their phones. They, there's always, they're always reading something, watching something, scrolling, um, grazing, snacking. It doesn't get a rest. Mm. And so it gets really overworked and it goes on strike. I mean, I would. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that that's a, a, a great example of where the, the issue, and you can, you can chase that, you can chase IBS for years and, mm. and not get anywhere with, unless you help, unless you sort of think about addressing it at a different level. Yeah. It's so interesting. And we have oils that work for, for those sorts of things as well. We have seed oils, things like fennel, things like um, coriander, things like cardamom, also ginger, um, peppermint, also very helpful for, for that kind of situation. But when we talk about the oils in that situation, when we're also not just talking about the physical um, properties so peppermint for example or karma kind of a spasmodic stomach but we're also talking about being able to process and digest emotions and how those specific oils will help you with that will help you process and digest your emotions so that you can um, yeah so that you can create space I suppose yeah and what I love about that is those oils they all have a sweetness to them. And when in Chinese medicine, um, the earth element, which is the stomach and spleen, is mother. Um, but the, the taste that you associate or the, with, with that element is, is sweet. And when we look at it, you know, it starts with mother's milk. You know, that's the ultimate comfort and soothing. And so the earth element 
if if out of balance or if in need of something, if feeling in lack or need of comfort, um, will often want. So the, the the grabbing of things is is quite common, right? We sort of treat ourselves, um, but those oils are a wonderful way of giving. Give, supporting our earth element and giving it some of that comfort and stability and security and reassurance that it's really looking for so that it can so that it can process what it needs to mm, totally mm. and you use oils in your in your practice I know you use them personally but you also use them with your with your clients as well right yeah, I find them really useful. Yeah. Um, I don't use them with everybody because it's not right for everybody, but there are, I, I, use the, I definitely use them with um, my, my pregnant clients because I think it's really, really wonderful. And obviously, you know, using them around birth is a great thing. But yeah, yeah I, I find them really an incredible um, addition and also a wonderful way for people to work on themselves between treatments. And so, and I think because I tend to sort of resonate with the oils at that sort of, and my work at a sort of psycho-emotional level, it's often just, actually, you know, there are, particularly if working with injuries, you know, some of the oils we work with for those are incredible. So for helping people between, um, between their sessions can really speed up the healing of an injury or a um, stiffness or stagnation in a channel, you know, particularly when it comes to those musculoskeletal issues, things like marjoram are wonderful for people between. This is like quite a deep question. I'm not sure how easy it is for you to answer, but can you tell me what is an acupuncture point? and why specific points, I mean, I know there's the connection to the meridians, so maybe you can talk a little bit about that, but the specific um, nature that each, you know, you know, each point has a different specific quality. Sure. So what we see is that each of the, um, each of the elements is expressed in the body through a yin-yang pair of meridians. And those are often related to organs, but not all of them are related to organs. So we have the 12 superficial meridians that we mainly work with. And then we have eight extraordinary vessels, which are a different thing. And that's a, that's a whole other conversation. But what we are seeing, the 12 meridians that to get together speak to um, our ability to sort of live a full human experience. And they are an expression of self in the world. And each of those meridians plays a part in that expression in our journey to fully express ourselves. So what we see, um, so what we, so when we're looking at meridian, there is a, a pathway, which is a pathway of chi. It's also a pathway of soul, I think in some ways. Um, and so the soul did you say a pathway of soul yeah wow um so you have access points so so the marid so that so the acupuncture point is a place at which the uh, which the chi pools if you like because it has a particular purpose and it should be you know these are like stopping off points almost it's like you know we're reaching somewhere um and it's and they speak to the progression of the chi on that journey. 
So what we are doing when we go to a particular point is we are accessing its function on that journey. Now, sometimes it has, it's a very physical aspect. You know, it's a, a point that causes blood or um, that, that moves stagnation. But when I treat more often than not, it's because I'm looking for its spirit. And that is its part in our um, ability to express ourselves truly and authentically and powerfully so you have um something like gate of hope now gate of hope is a point that sits right under the rib space it's really great for opening up the diaphragm and moving stagnation there and but gate of hope is also like i said end point for the um for the liver meridian and it's it's the place where we where we understand that um, anything is possible and um, there is a future ahead and um, and that we can see, you know, we can see the bigger picture and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's reassuring to know that. There, I mean, you know, the, the points have got such poetic names. I was talking about this with a client yesterday. One of it's on the kidney meridian and the kidney is our uh potential in life is called walking on the veranda and there's a lot of fear at this stage in the journey because the, it's one of the earlier meridians in the path of expression and there's a lot of fear is held or pathological to the kidney so it's one of the one of the um emotions see but walking on the veranda is this i mean you can just imagine what that's for right it's a place of like convalescence it's a place to look out safely from your own space to see what's out there, but to feel safe and happy doing that. You don't have to go too far to smell. You can just be on your veranda and take a moment to take a pause. It's such a gorgeous idea. Um, and again, it's on that chest space, so it opens up the breath in a really beautiful way. Yes, it's so poetic. I do love that because it speaks to the artist in me for sure. Yeah, and I think the practice that appealed, and, and I think when I was when I was learning it, it appealed so much more to me because I, I don't keep um, uh, numbers in my head. I'm not someone, and I'm not someone that um, yeah, you know, I'm not interested necessarily in fixing a. A tummy ache I want to know why you're getting tummy aches and you've been getting tummy aches since you were six mm. and I want to treat that because mm. that's where we see a, a transformation of health mm. I'm not interested in plasters yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it's so it's it's so true and it's so much more empowering for for you as a practitioner but also more more as importantly for your clients um, can you talk a little bit to, to treat in that way? I mean, um, can you talk a little bit about using? So one of the things that brought myself and Claire together was this interest in using oils on acupoints. So m- many of you may know what this process is, but I'll just describe it very briefly for you. It's the thoughtful application of of, of, of pure essential oils on an acupuncture point for a therapeutic re- um, result. And it's a simple hold of a a drop of oil on an acupuncture point for anywhere between one to three minutes with intention. 
And this is a, a practice that brought us together that we integrate into the program that we co-created, the Harmony Principle, but it's also a practice that you can use to self-treat. You can use on friends and family. You can use um, in, a, in a professional setting. So Claire, you use this on clients, this, this practice. Mm -hmm. And I'd yeah. be really interested because I know what the benefits are, I experience them when I use them. But I'd be really interested to know what you see in, in clinic with clients, what the results are from using. Because I think we can all understand a needle in a point that's going to do something, right? But like an oil placed on a point, for, for some of us, that's like a leap into the unknown. Yeah, it's it's um, it's definitely harder, I think, for us Western minds because we we're so, we just think in a different way. And chi is something that that's such a, a leap of a concept anyway. Um, but when when we, we use a needle because the needle has a uh, because needles are metal and that will um, create a response from the point because it's energy. Um, but what we oils also have is an energy, and don't forget. I think um, in, in the, I, I use a lot of moxa as well, and we also get changes in response just from using moxa because as a herb, so it's a herb that we burn on the body or we use to, to warm a point. Um, it has an energetic property that creates change, and similarly with the oils, they have an energetic body, a resonance. Um, you know they have physical property too, but they also have this other, other, other body that has this energy that connects and reacts and responds with chi, because we are energetic things. Um, and in a similar way, I think many of our ancestors understood this. You know they use, um, you know, plants in the same way or flower essences or you know there are there are different ways of working with energy um, and different modalities. And I think that oils on points, particularly with people who, who don't necessarily tolerate needling that well, I still get the response I'm looking for and the shift I need on um, pulses. Um, I mean, I, I, I will always try and use needles first because it's my first love. I really like having those tools, but I think as adjunct or just to really help take, sometimes it just really helps take the process into a different space. And again, that's partly, I think, because of the fragrance of the oils, mm. what they do to them. Just, one of the things that really is, has become apparent to me is how much, how much it helps me bypass the mind of clients because the mind is so powerful and it can really take over you know the mind often leads and it shouldn't it's often the one that's 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 running the ship and that can really hold people hostage in um, difficult patterns and because oils are you know, the fragrance of an oil will bypass the mind and go straight to the nervous system it creates a change at a, at a level that they can't question and they can't, um, they can't second guess, and it takes them into a different space. So it often makes them much more responsive, not just the point that I'm treating, but the whole treatment will benefit from the use of even one oil. Often, mm. that's where I being so powerful. Yeah, I find it really opens people up to 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 the potential of healing. Sometimes we can close ourselves down to that. Um, yeah, and the oils seem to just very gently take somebody by the hand and open up that potential for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. And this is the thing, I think, I think about it, you know, we are, we are able to create such a space for our own healing. And I think the oils really offer that. And I, and I think what's wonderful about that is we are drawn to the things that will help us yeah. as well. You know, the, 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 the oils, you know, if there's one, you know, if there's one that you find yourself going back to again and again, it's really worth finding out more about oil because there's something in that that you really need or that's really supporting you. And that can take you into such an interesting space of self-knowledge. And there you can really do some work. Mm. Yes, totally. They are really guides. They're, they truly are guides. Yeah, um, Claire, talk a little bit about how people can work with you, not only um, in person, but also online. So the, the program that, that you now kind of lead, the Harmony Principle that we created together a couple of years ago, that's coming up for a new entry point of spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the two, the two points to join the program are spring and autumn because they are um, they're just very powerful uh, shifts seasonally. Um, but yes, we start the um, online program for spring. We start with the equinox, but it's open for registration until the end of, until the end of March. Um, and I think one of the things that has become apparent um, and since we've been running it is that the people who get the most out of it, who, who really... Um, who really seem to be able to engage them with the materials are those who are either 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 they are um, having have a yoga practice or you know they're committed or they already understand the oils or or have some knowledge of works or they have some sort of uh, training in work energetically be that reiki or jiu or acupuncture or yoga or whatever that is. It's a very rich resource and I think um, if that and so I think that it's really a great place a it's a great place for self-care because this is a we show you how to look after yourselves and your yoga practices and meditations are wonderful for for that and also we take you through the season energetically which doesn't just benefit your health but it also benefits your your business, your profession, because it gives you a framework for moving at life through a pace which is in tune with nature's pace, which is therefore more powerful. Um, so the so the program is is there, and it's probably about eight hours of materials online, and at least at least you know a few more self study. And the biggest commitment to that is just to work with nature and to be in nature. Um, but we also have um, live events that we offer, which can be a really great way for people who are new to this kind of idea to ask, start to get a bit of an understanding of, of what on earth I'm on about and how to work with the oils. And it's a great taster. So we have a retreat, a one day retreat happening on the 26th of March at the Horniman Museum in South London. And that will be an immersion into the energy of spring. So that's a really great starting point to shift you out of the kind of, you know, sort of, it's opening the windows, we're opening windows for you basically, right? We're checking your duvet for you. <laughs> we have, um, we have um, some breath work practice with spring body emotionally, and we are working with teacher to look after the musculoskeletal system. So we have a couple of sessions in there. And then we are also, um 
sort of sharing some insight into the wood element, the liver, uh, the liver and gallbladder, how to use oils on the um, in the right places for the rest of the season to really sort of help you get there and to move a bit more consciously. And it's amazing what can happen, I think, when you start to consciously observe nature through a seasonal lens and start to observe your own energy through that lens. I think you start to notice so much more. Um, uh, yeah, and it's there's something about that that's very reassuring. Particularly mm. in a world gone crazy, there's um there's always there's always the seasons and the seasons turning. Mm, totally gives us gives us some um, sense of perspective. Yeah, and they can find all of that information at theharmonyprinciples.com. Is that correct? Right. Yep. Yep. So we have um, there's information there about the program and um, the and so. You, still book for the workshop uh for the retreat we've got spaces uh we finished we closed for that on the 21st and then yeah as i said we close registration for spring for the online program at the end of the month wonderful thank mm -hmm. you so much thank you so much what i like to give people just before we close is like a little mini practice that they could do either with the oils or without the oils just to help them through their week is there anything that you like something really simple that you would offer for somebody to to take them through into just as we step into this next season, this spring season? Oh, that's a good question. But just in the transition, I mean, I think at a physical, <laughs> purely physical level, just to help get your body ready for um, spring. One of the things I'm doing. Uh, as well as dry body brushing, just to get the lymph uh, system going and and you know starting to help my body get rid of um, get rid of winter and cutting back on you know the things that tax their liver because winter diets let's face it yeah they they definitely aren't um, I mean I like to cook with butter and things so they're definitely my liver def liver definitely needs a rest um, but grey fruit body scrub I think is my my favourite new thing to create a um, a little body scrub using grapefruit essential oil because grapefruit um, has a wonderful way of cutting through the fats and it really supports the liver's ability to do that so as a way of getting your body ready for spring now to do some dry body brushing and, and use a grapefruit scrub in the, in this kind of lent period i think it's just brilliant i mean i think lent has become a, it's, I've, I've reframed it because i don't i've never observed it but now I always actually I'm going to cut back on these things and start use and use that period to get ready so I can come out the traps flying. Mm. Well, are you ready for spring? Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'd forgotten about grapefruit and spring. So thank you mm. for reminding me. Oh, so good to have you, Claire. So, so good to have your spirit and your wisdom and all the creativity that you bring. I'm so grateful for you. Oh. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and um, we'll see you really soon. Marvellous, thank you so much. Lots of love.